people thought that it was normal to get like ten thousand dollars for a snake. Normal? Who would think? Yeah, that's, like who that is that's not normal. That was just a weird like gold rush, a pyramid scheme built by the people at the top who were getting morphs in from Africa, putting a value on a snake that has no intrinsic value they were just putting mm-hmm. numbers on there and people were willing to pay people for it like, because oh, they okay. knew that they could make more and sell them for that much they made the pyramid scheme this is from the ground up the story of me starting my reptile business We are live now. Is it really 18? Is it really 18? It doesn't. What do you mean? Is it really 18? What are you talking about? Podcast number 18. It is podcast number 18. How many have I done with you? Um, You have done all but one of them or two of them, right? What? Yeah, I think you've done all but two of them. It doesn't feel like I've done 15. That's weird. We haven't sat down and done this 15 times. We have done it 15 times. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're making that up. Yeah. I think you had two or three before me. Well, either way, it's still number 18. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which, and you're drink, you're talking into your beer more than you're talking into your microphone. I just raised my beer to my face. What are you talking about? Okay. But I can't hear myself. Yeah, because you're just not, uh, uh, not up that much, uh, man. Well, it's at my face, so I can't do we're it. Gonna, we're going to change that a little bit. Okay. What's up, Evan? Oh, I'm not going (laughs) to say that word, but what's up, Evan? He said, what up, fuckers? Okay. So I'll say that word. You'll say that word. Thanks. Um, Okay, so what? What we're going to be talking about is now my mic's fucking loud as fuck. Real professional. (laughs) I had this all set up before, too, but. It sounds fine to me. Yeah. Okay. Got eggs this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Chicken eggs? Yeah. Got Um, some great chicken eggs. (laughs) <laughs> so we had the babies from the A-mail, A-mail male to Annery girl, head A-mail. She probably had a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm, but, but the main thing. Yeah, so that will be fun. Uh, what I did is I took them out. Well, actually, I was at Drill the whole weekend. So I was away in Abilene for a, the whole weekend. And I knew that it was going to be like, it seems like whenever you have a clutch about to to hatch, like if you go anywhere or do anything, they're going to be laid when that happens that's happened to you before yeah i feel like it always like well or if you're just hatching a shit ton of you know if you're breeding a shit ton of animals in one season then i mean it's gonna happen but like yeah i mean or you don't take a vacation or do anything or go anywhere is it bad for a clutch to sit like your well we don't know when she laid it but it was obviously either saturday or sunday is it bad if a clutch just sits in the tub for a couple days or Uh, it it depends on the species. As far as uh, corn snakes go, it doesn't really matter. And if it's like ball pythons, it probably doesn't matter if it's only a couple of days. But as long as it's like, it's obviously going to be a reasonable temperature for them to live at for, you know, the snakes themselves to live at. Right. So, so it's not su- something super crazy. But yeah. like, okay. Not you, for an extended period of time. If you bred like your carpet, would you have been worried for it sitting for a couple of days, for the clutch sitting for a couple of days? Um, a couple of days, probably not, but I mean, you got to know if you have decent humidity in the room and stuff like that. I mean, they can go pretty, I would say that they could go bad with poor humidity before they did 
heat as far as it when they're first laid. Okay, but you're controlling that humidity, so you know what it is. Right, to a certain extent. I mean, it's not going to be good. You want your eggs to actually be close to like 100% humidity. Really? So you want so much humidity in the box that it's completely or completely like filled with water vapor okay. and like you can see condensation, but you don't want it dripping condensation on That's the eggs. That, okay. So, so you want to have a balance between, you know, as humid as possible while not making the eggs wet. I mean, it's just like anything else. It's just like having an animal. You need the eggs. They breathe through the shell of the eggs. So. But how do you make it humid without making the eggs wet? Like humans, when we get humid, we sweat. We're sticky and we're wet. So right. how do you make it humid but not make it them wet? Yeah, like they can be a little bit wet, but you don't want them to be pooled up in water at okay, all. Okay, you don't want any right any standing water or anything. Right. Okay, so obviously the tub, if you were to leave them, isn't a hundred percent humid or even anywhere close to a hundred percent humidity. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, what is it like? You're looking to keep it over fifty percent, maybe. So that's not a good good enough humidity level to keep snakes for an extended or the eggs for an extended period of time. But if you had been away for like five days, would your corn snakes still be okay? They seem pretty easy going as far as that. Yeah, I mean, you can hatch them in pretty much room temperature. Oh, okay. So they would have yeah. been fine. I mean, ideally, you want to incubate them from, um, eh, you probably want to be like 77 to 85 maybe. But the the cooler you keep them, the... Um, the longer it takes for them to hatch out, for them to mature, for them to get okay. the size to get out of the egg. So it can actually be within like a 70-day to 100-day window. Corn snakes will pretty much just morph to any temperature you put them at. So really, I would like to stay between probably at the very most. And also, it's been said that they need temperature swings. So unlike python eggs, which you need to keep... Usually I used to put 88.5 degrees because people say 88 or 89. So I was like, fuck it. 88.9, okay. 55 mm, days 5. and they're done. Yeah. You said 88.9. Sorry. 88.5. <laughs> either way, though. Uh -huh. But um, for corn snakes, you actually, a natural fluctuation is actually pretty decent for them. Um, the one time I did do it at constant temperature, it fucking, I don't know. I did it a little bit too hot because I was impatient. <laughs> and I didn't have uh, healthy babies like I wanted to. They were a little bit small. I mean, it all ended up all right, mm -hmm. but I would much rather my hatchlings come out a bigger size. So that's the why time, I take that time to mature and everything. Right. Yeah. And I was just a little crazy because I was doing all pythons at that time. So I was like, I need to incubate these eggs. But now I'm just putting them in the snake room, which is about 77 degrees. So so you said for corn snakes, it's good for fluctuation swings. So what does that mean? Like every day you switch the temperature? Some, um, like, like the loves, because I was just reading the book before. When they, when they incubate, they put it in a room in Florida. So basically they call it like just Florida temp. So they don't heat it, they don't cool it. They just when it, it gets when it gets warm it in can the get morning. Any, it can get a high of ninety and then a low of seventy, sixty five okay. even. Okay. So it has a natural swing. Right. That makes sense. And so corn snakes adapt to that well. Right. I mean pythons are much better. The females are much better at keeping the eggs warm and keeping them at a stable temperature. Why are they better than corn snakes? Because they're bigger or just yeah they wrap the eggs perfectly like if you see the the pythons lay, they're used they're to always being beehiving, <laughs> beehiving the eggs and stuff like that the corn snakes are very like 
whatever. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sh- I want to say they may leave their clutch in the wild, but I'm not really sure. When we opened the tub for your girl, she was wrapped she around was a wrapped little around, bit, but, but it wasn't loosely, right. Yeah. It wasn't anywhere like covered. It was just kind of a little circle, right? Which is interesting. So if you had left them in there, she would never really coil around it. She would just kind of hang out. She may stay around it, but it might be a just natural evolution of them knowing that you don't need. They don't need that constant attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they can but leave them. like some pythons will go out to bask and then bring the heat back to the eggs or shiver around the eggs okay. to warm them up. So they're much more. Nurturing mothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all it's, pythons. I guess by virtue of the fact that they, they need, need a constant mm-hmm. temperature. So, yeah. So, I mean, people back in the day, you just put them above your refrigerator or whatever. It really isn't a big deal. So. Okay. Corn snakes are much easier. Corn snakes are just so much easier. If I could, ideal temp, I would say like 80 degrees. Some people like to keep them cooler. Some people like hotter. fluctuating a little bit. Yeah. Off that. That's, I mean, it's cool. You just keep it at whatever temperature. Okay. So what are you, I haven't seen, what are you doing with yours? So what I'm doing is I wanted to try because back in the day people used like sphagnum moss a lot. I don't know what that is. So it's just moss and basically make it so it's wet but not dripping so you fill it up with water you give it a squeeze let it ring out Mm -hmm. and then put it in and then you put your eggs in and then a lot of people put that moss on the top of it okay to make a little like dome with them in the middle right i didn't do that this time because i'm using reptichip i was gonna go get perlite and put the water in and everything that makes life really easy but i wanted to see if i could keep the reptichip human enough to um and it's, I mean, it gets, you can, I've seen people, you know, when the reptile comes, it's in the block and they put water in it. And so it can hold some water, right? Yeah. And actually what I did was kind of pool water in the bottom and soak up some reptile chip and then put a dry layer on top. Okay. So the dry layer is like a little bit moist and that water's coming through from the bottom. So I want to see, it's kind of like suspended mm-hmm, above, above water. So hopefully that will work. I just wanted to try it out just for fun, but Evan asked if I ever use hatch right. I did use hatch right. Honestly, it's 100% perfect for ball python eggs. I had 100% off like the six clutches that I used hatch right for from ball pythons, 100% every time. Really? Yeah, and I kept that incubating at 88.5 degrees. But um, and hatch right is perlite mixed with water crystals. So it's basically water crystals. <laughs> yeah, and and also keep in mind that like your air. And your your environment's gonna change the humidity in your incubator in your room naturally. So right mm-hmm. now in Dallas with air conditioner running and stuff like that, like my room may not be that humid. Mm-hmm. And then at the time when I was incubating, I was keeping my incubator a bunch of water bottles in there. And then it was in upstate New York, so it was we weren't heating or cooling usually during this time because this is like ideal temperature. It's probably maybe 70 degrees outside. Right, so New York is much So easier. New York, it kept humidity a, a, probably a little bit better than it does here. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and hatchrite's supposed to be like the perfect amount of water crystals really? to perlite, which I found true, but maybe that's an environmental factor. Could have been just where you were, because here right, you Right, because I need... here I may put more water in my perlite you might need more so i wonder well evan since he's here i wonder if does he like hatch light or what is it hatch right like yeah because it if it works down here right and i mean i'm sure i didn't have great 
great luck with it with the corn snake. I, actually, I think I may have done perlite that one time when I kept them at constant temperature. I'm not really sure, but also hatchrite. I think I kept it for a little bit too long, resealed it, and I would probably want to do a fresh bag when I did it because I can imagine that the water crystals, I don't know what activates them. I don't know what the fuck a water crystal is. <laughs> I don't is. know what they I are. Like, <laughs> that sounds like it's bullshit fucking to magic. Me. Yeah, but... <laughs> um, Evan said, I've heard of people using a five-gallon bucket with water and an air stone. What is an air stone? An air stone is like what you use for aquariums, basically to aerate the water. So what that will do is, you know, give it the water a faster evaporation rate. Okay, to which come I up. could see that working, especially with like green tree eggs. I know people are crazy about the suspension method. So a lot of people with green tree eggs, they'll do, they'll put like grates with water under it the eggs are suspended basically mm-hmm. over water right. so it's 100 percent humidity all the time but um but yeah i mean uh corn snake eggs i just don't think are they that. don't need all that yeah so i mean what, you still want to keep them very humid what did you put yours in just like a regular i just put them in a tupperware and, a and then just put a little tiny air hole just to get some air in but not enough air to drain humidity mm-hmm. and then um and so how often are you going to change out or do anything to that reptile? I'm just going to check it, make sure. And obviously, if you have a lot of clutches, like, don't experiment with what you're doing. <laughs> just put in Hatchrite or do Perlite with water, you know, just the normal stuff. For me, it's like I get to check on it all the time so I can pour some water in there if I see that it's getting dry or take some out if I see it's too wet and just put a dry layer in there. Yeah. So I'm just going, I don't know. I'm just But how often stuff. are you going to change? Do you expect to change it? Um, never. But then again, it may go at 77 degrees, may go 100 days. So maybe I do have to. I don't know, really. And how long? I I know you've told me with uh, clutches for these, it depends on various things for how long they're going to hatch. But how long are you expecting these to take to hatch? Um, I'm going to start looking at day 80 and then keeping an eye on them from there. I have day 70 marked Okay. just so I can kind of give a a point to where this is where the potential is to hatch mm-hmm. but they probably won't hatch because i'm at Cause a you're lower doing temperature stuff, right right yeah and like evan said you know just put it in the snake room and keep the the room humid he said not sure if that works he hasn't tried it but for corn snakes i know for sure that that works mm-hmm. just to keep but it humid yeah obviously for python eggs it doesn't work because <laughs> they need more because they just need very very constant heat but um Joe Nova said, are you ever going to change your setup as far as changing the plastic drawers you keep them in? Or are you just going to expand? And if so, explain why not. And what are you planning on changing if you do? So So, is he talking about like changing to more naturalistic? It it sounds awesome. But just for the amount of animals that I want to acquire, it doesn't make sense. Especially for corn snakes. Um, For corn snakes, I just find that you can create a setup that's like, you know, you could do everything you, you want to in a tub. And I do keep my corn snakes in bigger tubs than other people do. My mom said nice hairstyle, by the way. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to put that to everyone in the podcast. I read it. Right. But, um, so, so yeah, so I put them in bigger tubs just because I find that, um, colubrids move around a lot more than pythons. Pythons will pick a corner of the cage and chill there forever. I find that 
um, corn snakes, rat snakes, different colubrids Mm -hmm. are much more hunt oriented. Or if you have pine snakes, they like to dig burrows. They like to every time I need to change their water all the time because they just move all the refty chip in it because they like to move around everything. Mm -hmm. So I do like to keep them in bigger enclosures, maybe give them like sometimes I put in paper towel rolls. Sometimes I just put in like you've seen the egg crates. Right. Or I just have hides for them. So I try to kind of do as much as I can with as little as possible. I think if you're planning to keep, you know, under 15 or so snakes, like, and you have the space, let me, I'm a, under 10 snakes, and you have the space, naturalistic is great. You know, it it looks better. <laughs> you know, you can see them more. They have more to explore. But for you, who's trying to make it a business, you're trying to have, so many more i don't i've never heard of anyone who you has got a business a, who has natural efficiency efficiency has to come into play but mm-hmm. also keep in mind for things like pythons a lot of them do worse in just a regular you know Why? aquarium or naturalistic things just because it's hard to it's hard to keep humidity in okay regular in aquariums or displays mm-hmm. or I mean, I would I would suggest if going that route, I would definitely use PVC cages that keep humidity much better. Okay. I mean, I want to do that for the olive python. That's what I'm gonna do. But why why are you gonna do that? Because the olive python may get up to 12 feet, so oh, I just want so more room tub. for her. <laughs> tub. Right. It's never. It's not gonna work for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if I had like something like an indigo snake, indigos in the wild have been seen to go. They've radio tracked them, the Orient Society, and they've traveled up to a mile from where they're from, you so know, to find space. mates or to hunt. Yeah, they're just natural hunters. That's why oh. I, I love the colubrids. You see when they get hungry or when, you know, they're looking for their next meal, they legitimately move around yeah, and on hunt. The hunt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, ball pythons never do that, really. They're always Carpets. Uh, if you start feeding the other snakes, they'll start moving around, but. They're they're much more active than, you know, say a ball python, but Right. That makes sense. Um, but um I wonder if he's interested in changing his up and that's why he asked you. Yeah, I mean if you wanna do if that, you have I think space, that's like go the best for it, thing. Right? There's nothing terrible unless you said ball pythons, it's not great for them. But any other one you'd be totally fine, right? Yeah. I mean what you're trying to do with the ball python is they're living in a termite mound in Africa, so they love like the small space. Right, they thing. don't need a big, huge. I don't thing. condone like keeping them in as small as possible things so that they're jammed in there. But you know, a hide in a smaller enclosure right. is fine. Um, Palm Coast Exotics said, "My what is that? I don't know how to read that." He's talking Baird. about bears, rat snake. Oh, destroy their setups at the time. All the time. What kind of setups do people, just normal tubs or? I mean, if you do keep, if you plant, you know, plant a naturalistic vivarium for like a corn snake or a rat snake or a pine snake for sure, all they're going to do is dig up all the plants (laughs) and shit everywhere. (laughs) So it's really like for the amount of cleaning that you have to do with colubrids, it's not really worth it. Am I not talking in my mic? You need to like point it toward it. your face. It's a it's okay. directional. Excuse me. Yeah, but yeah, for a lot of species, once you get to like planting stuff, if I planted stuff, unless it's a tree with roots, like <laughs> my carpet it's python, moving. my pine snake, like all that shit's gonna they're gonna fuck all that up. 
Plus, it's just going to make it harder for me to clean. Mm-hmm, what I dig it. What just... I care about more is keeping the animals clean and keeping everything sterile for, you know, convenience and health of the animal. Right. But that's also because you're not just a pet owner. You know, you're, right. it's your business. I want to try to control things as much as possible. That makes sense. Um, he said, the carpets wait for me to change the paper towel so they can ruin it again. Didn't your olive I feel like every, every snake does that. Didn't your olive, like, push around her paper towel? Yeah, like, as soon as you, yeah, she used to push, or that one, she pushed it all the way in the corner. Like, mm-hmm. paper towel, hide, <laughs> water bowl, all in one corner. And just... Whatever they like, they yeah. move it around. Yeah, so I mean, and it tends to, you take out the animal and you're holding it while you clean it. So I mm-hmm. think that kind of gets them going, going as far as moving around a little bit. And then they're active after that and then just fuck everything Do out. Do your carpets usually, I don't see them usually messing stuff up. No, they like to, a lot of times my carpets stay like on top of the hide. They've been doing that mm-hmm. recently a lot. But that's really. They're pretty calm. Yeah. Um. Someone on youtube said go follow just corns on instagram by the way i love your vids thank you so much free plugs <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> but, but thank you and there's a new one coming out tomorrow yes so, which, is, oops, which so. is explaining the whole corn snake kind of what we're talking about right now yeah yeah exactly so what are you expecting to come from your uh this clutch um nothing really special it's just to have fun and that's why i've been like doing different things that's why i didn't do a full drop down to brumation that's why explain all that please briefly so i didn't brumate at 55 degrees just because in texas it was hard to get anywhere to do that i don't have a separate room to do that so all i did nowhere close to 55 degrees right yeah it's just too warm so what i did was try to try to feed them less which is obviously a sign of them going into brumation Mm -hmm. So that's one sign their body can use to slow down and stop using energy, stop moving around and kind of and then also drop the temperature just down to like maybe 68 on okay. a, on a bad day. So But would you ever advise that to someone else to not brumate? Well, you got to control some facet of their of their system I mean, as yeah, far you did as a little bit you but... need to either do it with the food or do it with the temperature okay or you ideally want to do it with both to just get control of everything but it's not a hundred percent necessary to do the full-on brumation stuff that everyone else does no as long as you have something going on that triggers their response to get off feed and then when you warm them back up to get back on feed with ball pythons, we talked about already, how you have to do more for when they lay the clutch. Do you have to do more for the brumation period for ball pythons also? No, I, they don't have any brumation period. Oh, okay. What I found most most um, effective where I was in New York, since naturally my room, I wasn't heating it much. I wasn't cooling it much. So my ambient temperature in the summer in the room may be, you know, high 70s. Mm-hmm. And then winter came, and then the room still stayed warm, but it dropped down to maybe like low to mid seventies. So, so even though I d- even though I didn't raise the hot spot, just it was above like a hair salon, and it was kind of weird. It just <laughs> so got a lot you of got heat. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I just got really lucky. But 
just the the room, the ambient temperature from the room mm-hmm. triggered them to ovulate, the females to ovulate. Okay. So what you want to do for ball pythons, you can drop them overnight during the winter mm-hmm. and then start putting the males in. And then unlike okay. corn snakes where you don't feed them for brumation and everything, when they drop temperature, you want to feed the ball pythons as much as possible. Really? So that you can put some weight on them for when they grow follicles. Then you start introducing them usually around December. Okay. And then you just keep on introducing them and they breed pretty easily. And do you, I know for your corn snakes, you'll go leave them in together, you know, for 30 minutes or whatever. Is it the same for ball pythons? What was that? The males and the females. You leave them in together for like half an hour. Is it the same? the, The corn snakes tend to lock up a lot faster. So they usually have a... Like very visible, the corn snakes kind of go after each other, give each other nudges. <laughs> they have a higher, and like higher mating response. <laughs> yeah, you'll see the male like run along the body of the female, or you'll see the female get away from him. Then you know she's not ready. And then yeah, within twenty minutes to a half hour, you're going to to see them lock up. Do you think that's because corn snakes are more active in general than ball pythons, or what do you think that is um, why they lock up faster? Yeah, I don't know. They just seem to be so much more particularly ready. Like the males will scratch up their noses and stuff trying to get out of the enclosure when if they come out of brumation because they know it's time and they smell the females. They're just much more <laughs> alert about everything. Ball pythons are the least alert to alert anything. or anything <laughs> of any other snakes. But uh, Tommy Singleton asks if he can see one of my ball pythons. I don't have any ball pythons anymore. Oh, yeah, he's... He's out of the ball python game. Yeah. And how many snakes do I have? I don't know. I'm going to guess 20. Really not that many compared to compared to everyone people. else. Yeah, I know. But for uh, for me, it's a lot just because. Um, Harris Rice said, I recently had two corns lay. My first ever clutch is a pie-sided blood red as well as a creamsicle. Ooh. Any tips on looking after newborn hatchlings? Um, we'll first a, of all, pie-sided we'll pie blood red blood. is what I'm going to get into <laughs> in the want. winter once Walter... <laughs> Uh, hatches out those really, really nice extremes. I'm going to get a pair of those. But um, also, about the newborn hatchlings, um, they can be a pain. Definitely, like I said before, what I'm moving towards is incubating at a lower temperature to have bigger hatchlings. And I think that's going to help me out on feeding and just having a healthier snake right out of mm-hmm. the egg. But um, what you're so going to do slow, is... the slow game is better for slow game is always better in everything you know in life and snakes and everything (laughs) just be patient with every you know nothing needs to happen overnight Mm -hmm. if you get too caught up in trying to be the first to produce whatever snake doing whatever right but also with you yours aren't anything special so you're not trying to pump them out quick or anything right yeah but i I mean at the end of the day is going to make your life a lot easier if you are patient and Mm -hmm. do it because you're going to have some small snakes that you are going to end up feeding, uh, you know, pinky heads they're or not, mouse right, tails. They're not going to eat the whole thing. Or it's such a pain. And then, I mean, you're always going to have picky eaters. So where you're, if you do have those picky eaters, I mean, if they don't eat within two weeks, that's when I start doing... Um, that's when I'll start like scenting either with tuna or with a knolls. Since I live here now, I didn't live in Texas last time I had corn snakes. So I was always in New York. So I was scenting. I wasn't scenting with a knolls. Here I can just go out and catch some lizards to scent, mm-hmm. which is going to mm-hmm. make life a lot easier. But 
So if you have lizards, Harris rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's always good. But I mean, for the most part, your animals are going to feed the attractive voice. Puberty, I know. It's a bitch. <laughs> um, I mean, for the most part, they're going to feed decently readily right off the bat. But if they don't, then uh, at one point I had to uh, assist feed pinkies. If so you have, like if you holding have to their do mouth that, open and stuffing uh, it down? You're kind of like going and then they'll bite on it once you get the nose in there. They'll Ooh. bite on it and then you kind of put it halfway. And then once it's halfway, they can't really spit it out because they have recurved teeth. Right. They'll okay. they'll bring okay. it down before they regurge it. So, yeah, um, don't heat those up too much when you do. You like hold on to them and you're trying to get them in and then they explode in your hand. Like all the, the pinky guts oh, and everything, they kind of just explode all over you. So don't, no, if, you, if you have to do that, I don't know. So your mom's texting us yeah, and we can't look at the text. <laughs> we can't look at text while, while we're doing this. And then uh, Evan said thoughts on kink snake and corn snake hybrids as my ideas on all hybrids. Besides Jungle Diamond, like I've said, seems fuck like that big, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say it seems <laughs> because, cool. <laughs> because I see like Mexican Black King Snake times Desert King Snake, and then I see Mexican Black King Snake high pattern. So it's like, was that a hybrid at one point? Now you just decide it's full Mexican Black King Snake, but it's something different because it's showing pattern. How do I know that it's pure? I just want to make sure shit is pure. But what if you're doing it yourself? You know you have a pure one, and then you make a, a hybrid with a corn snake. Would you feel more I'm comfortable with that? It. Well, if someone had a pure king no, snake. No, 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 Fuck that shit. <laughs> so what? Um, because, like, and that's why I don't want to get, because there are Slowinski's corn snakes that they call castachis that they got at Castachi National Forest or whatever in... Uh, in where is it louisiana that state but um, Never heard of i it. want first of all i want texas locality and second of all i know that because i've seen castachi morphs and stuff like that after that's bred to a corn snake once that's not castachi anymore. anymore it lost it if you get a normal that's not a castachi it's like it's a corn snake castachi mix. So when it's you a make those hybrids, you're losing. Just like just like you have creamsicles are going to have emery blood. Okay. And fuck that shit. I like, <laughs> I just want to know what, what it species. Is. Yeah, because I really like emery. I really like emery rat snakes. Mm -hmm. And I really like corn snakes. But I want to know when I have. Which of which. Because once you start getting too many morphs and things. Then the offsprings that come out normal. What are you going to call them? What are you going to call them? They're not calling them hybrids. They're just calling them normal corn snakes. So Which, then you're getting not, all weird shit. But right. They're not. Why aren't people just saying like, oh, I don't know. And then and then like the jungle corns look really good. I think it's a cow king to a normal corn snake. It looks really cool. But what are, what are they calling those normals? Well, there are none because oh. it's just a mixture of oh, the two. Okay, got it. But if you're doing like an emery to a corn snake, it's hard to tell because they're so closely, closely related. Related. But just so you just that's lose, why it gets so when you weird. do hybrids, you lose what the true. You just the don't. Know. You don't know what the true one is, right. and then it just becomes diluted. And everywhere. corn snakes have been bred for so long that you know everyone's kind of diluted at this point you said you're serious on that shit yeah you got, you got a little heated <laughs> about your views on hybrids yeah it's just for colubrids it gets way too messy okay i could see where 
even though I hate it, if you're doing a bread leg, a bread leg carpet python, mm-hmm. or bread leg python, I guess, <laughs> but to a jungle or something, you can tell that it's not. You can tell what it is. A jungle mm-hmm. or it's not bread lie straight up. It's gonna look different. The still blasphemy bullshit, but like <laughs> blasphemy bullshit. So I guess calcin the corn snake, you can tell that it's a a mix, but and then when you put different G's into that, I don't it, know. You if lose you can it, tell. right? Yeah. So it's just a matter of me knowing what I have mm-hmm. and what I want. So what I want is as a Slowinski's corn snake. I don't want anything that could be pot. My, Your my mom's mom still texting. texting Sorry. <laughs> but, um, so Tommy Singleton said, "What kind of snakes do you have?" And also, do you think you'll ever get another ball python? I probably won't get another ball python unless you say I that. Have probably to. no. You, he's never gonna get one. Yeah, he has shit true. on ball python so much. He's never gonna get a ball <laughs> python. Like, don't even put the probably in there. <laughs> You're not getting one. Yeah, so what I have is mostly corn snakes, some pine snakes, some um, Moralia, olive python, water python. So uh, basically I do Indo-Australian pythons as well as colubrids, North American colubrids. So that's what I'm going to stick with for now. Ones that I move. Don't know, I don't know how <laughs> focused I'm going to be or how not focused, and you know, but for right now I'm just... I don't. I think you're good without going into the ball python game. Oh, I'm very good yeah. without doing that. And and never the venomous game. I won't allow that one. Yeah. So um, Harris Rice said, "Is the creamsicle a hybrid?" I heard it is, but there's a lot of wrong info out there. Yes, it is. A, it is a hybrid between the emery rat snake and the corn snake. What do those look like? Oh no, I've seen them. I've seen them at shows. Never and mind. and the thing is, you can't tell that that's not a straight up corn snake, and most people don't know. And then they, and they breed it to people something don't else. Advertise it as exactly. Anything and then what's the normals from those clutch? They're corn snakes, but are they bitch? No, they're not. They're I mean, right. They were mixed with something that's not they a corn were snake. Mixed with something that's not a corn snake. <laughs> so you can't call it that. But Evan said he wants an indigo, which I do as well. That would be amazing. But I feel bad putting them in like an eight foot cage when that study came out that they travel for a mile. Right. You would need something big. I feel like you can't. <laughs> I feel so bad, but they're super docile, big black snakes. I don't with think some I've seen shins. one in Indigo. I mean, if I did get it, I would want, I wouldn't want the Texans. Why not? Because it's, it's just a matter of those are not um, endangered and the Easterns are. So. Okay. <laughs> That's the only reason. I want Kribos too. I would love a, a black tail Kribo. I don't know Kri- what that is either. It's um it's in the same genus as the indigo. Okay. And Evan's talking they're, about they're they're giant big colubrids. So. Evan's talking about kabooms too. We've talked yeah, about those. Yeah, so the, the venomous gonna game. Not gonna not. happen. <laughs> um Tommy Singleton really wants to see one of your snakes. Are you gonna uh, do I've it? only got one on me, but that's not appropriate. Oh my god, you're disgusting! So, Fuck, ew. they're just all the way in the other ew, room. I can or else get I would. one. I got the uh, there's videos on YouTube and everything with all one. my snakes. I can get my little snow one. Yeah, but and then I gotta talk while you're gone. I can't do that. Yes, you can talk to Evan. I'll be right and back. And then Evan said he we can't keep Texas Indigos. I'll be right back. Which makes sense. Because you also can't keep like Louisiana pine snakes in Texas. So a lot of those, I believe. I don't know if Texas indigos are protected, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, so all the protected species in Texas are obviously, for whatever reason, you need a lot of permit 
well, for an obvious reason, because you don't, they don't want you wild collecting a snake. They're not going to know whether it's captive born or not. They should definitely do as far as like some type of paperwork system in order to tell if a snake is captive born or not, because you should be able to keep a captive born indigo in Texas, as long as there's a hundred percent proof that there's, that they're captive born. But I digress on that. There you go. There's a snake. This is a snow tessera right here. That's pretty much it, man. (laughs) Nothing like a cloudy desktop video. Yeah, so Evan, I don't. Evan said even with the Easterns, we need to have permits here. I know that if I was to keep it in New York, I would need a permit to ship it in. I wouldn't need a permit to keep it. I don't know if that's the same thing here in Texas, but um, yeah. Either way, I think it's. I don't. I don't want to jump through those hoops to uh, go after those. But I mean, I do love all those snakes as far as Kribos and Indigos and stuff like that. I like any giant colubrid. I mean, I want to get more into bull snakes. This guy just posted a picture of this giant bull snake. It was like a seven-foot bull snake with like a long, thick as this beer can. And it was super cool. Like those New Jersey localities, the the northern pines and stuff up there Mm -hmm. are pretty sweet. They're pretty big. They're like solid black and white. And uh, all colubrid shit everywhere. (laughs) 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 Yeah, definitely the... I've heard the Karibos are pretty extra bad. I mean, my pines are terrible with that, as well as they ruin their water bowl. They ruin everything immediately. I just... When I just got that snow out, I literally had to hold my nose because it smelled so bad. It looked like he was about to shit on you. (laughs) It was very bad. But there also was a new shed in there, so that's cool. Oh, it's shed? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why it's shit. Do a shit in a shed. Do corn snakes shed more than other than like ball? They grow things? faster than many other snakes. So, as a generality, I would say that they shed more. But it just depends how much you feed them. Oh, okay. So an old snake doesn't shed much. Tony. A young snake will shed more just because it's growing. So, in addition, old snakes shit less. Um, I wouldn't say. I mean, I feed. Well, you just I feed, said I feed shed, old snake. You said a shed and a shit. Yeah, but so they don't need to shed to shit. But you acted like they were connected. But they pretty much always shit when they shed. But they sometimes shit without a shed. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's a tongue twister for you. Yeah, and I mean, depending on species, I mean, the green tree, I barely want to feed him unless I see that he shits. Right, because it it's so up. right, it's so slow. Yeah. But does does a green tree? shed when he shits too um i want to say feel like, so yeah i feel like your green tree sheds less than your others yeah he does actually shed or she sheds a lot less but I you feel. also feed her a lot less that is true look at that it's all connected what's going on <laughs> oh my god your mom's still texting us i don't know what's going on maybe she's not watching oh who knows i don't know, I don't know. Okay. You should have gotten the my phone while you were I going to get well, the Well, I didn't want to be away too long. You acted like you couldn't talk on here without I me. I really can. You yeah. were having a great conversation with Evan. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. As long as Evan's here, I guess I could Evan talk. Evan keeps asking me questions <laughs> and keeps you going. But yeah, I, w- I want. I would love to have indigos, all that stuff. 
And then I wanted black pines. And then when I was about to get them, I realized I was going to move. And then that's when they, when I first wanted them, it was before they um, weren't able to be passed through state lines. Now it's just, unfortunately, there's just no, there's no reason for you to, to breed a bunch of snakes that are going to have a limited market. Are there a bunch and of different if pines? I can't move. Yeah. I didn't I mean, realize how many different pines there were. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> and a lot of them because the pine forest are under such um are so fragmented, a lot of them are endangered or protected. So Are the Louisiana ones endangered? Yeah. Oh. They're the the rare snake in North America. They're Do the most endangered. Go Louisiana. You got something to be proud of. Yeah, I mean, they're in <laughs> East Texas as well. So Shut where up. the Slowinski's corn snakes are on East Texas, that Louisiana border, mm-hmm. that's where the the Louisiana pines are as well. Have they all? They haven't always been there. They've migrated there. Over what time. do you mean? Well, if they're Louisiana, are you port- saying that they originated in Louisiana? Well, that's what snakes, I assumed. If their name is don't Louisiana know pine borders snake. between states, so they just but. occur where they occur. I no, it's just that's were, where the habitat is. Got it. For both those snakes. Well, I'm just gonna say they all were in Louisiana. At one I'm point. sure they were all <laughs> more widespread, but and then like Dallas happened and all this stupid that shit. pushed them out. Yeah. Well, yeah, Louisiana isn't as inhabited <laughs> as parts. Of yeah, you could fucking say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially that border area. There's a lot of nothing out there. But same yeah. with like West Texas. There's a lot of nothing out there. So you don't know what you're going to find out there. Yeah. But we're talking East Texas. Okay. That's the thing. I mean, East Texas still borders on that, you know, humidity, pine forest type of mm. habitat. And then it turns into a much more arid desert like which is going to be your West Texas. Right. So that's why that East Texas, West Louisiana border is kind of important for a few species. Before it changes. Before it changes over. Very interesting. Yeah. So... That's where we're thinking about going to go doing some herping there, right? Yeah. Evan said hitting Sanderson, June. Where's Sanderson? That's in West Texas. Oh, Evan, is that where you're going to find? Oh, yeah. I didn't read out his alternus. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He's on the alterna hunt. Like That know. is all he can think about. And you're on the Swinsky hunt. Yeah, which is the opposite side. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I should probably, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. What do you mean? Because I, I want to go find some just so I can have them. Yeah. Well, Harris Rice asks, did you already answer that question? How often do you feed your corn snakes? Um, if they're babies and if they're, say, like het palmettos, I'll feed them every four to five days. If um, regular babies or just females, I'm slow growing. It will be every seven days. Um, hatchlings, right off the bat, I'm going to do every if I could get them going every three to four days, that'd be great. And then just just slowly cut back on the amount. I mean, you're going to see over time if your snake... Corn snakes barely ever get fat as babies. They'll just get bigger, but you don't want to go crazy. But I found that feeding them small meals in smaller increments of time will get a really good feeding response out of it, and they'll more readily feed for you. So, And those corn snake babies that you like let, say, an egg longer and mature... Do they come out eating full pinkies? They don't come out as hungry because they absorbed all the yolk, but But well once you I mean once you start feeding them, are you able to feed them full pinkies? Yeah, I mean little the small pinkies. Oh, okay, but not just like the heads or whatever. They're able to eat the whole thing. Right. Okay, got it. 
Yeah, and then, I mean, there'll be some that strike it right off the bat. There's some that you just leave it in there and close the tub and come back. And, and see if they've eaten it. Right. So it just, it's all individual. Got to figure out what they're. Yeah, there's generalities to it. But once the the situation arises, you know, you can always ask someone and figure it out, someone who's done it before. That's why they're asking you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's just so many situations that can come up when you're breeding snakes that it's hard to be like prepared for everything. Because it also depends on your room and what you're keeping it and how all that, you know. So there's environmental factors and then there's also just like weird genetic factors and then weird, you know, yeah. kinks and stuff like that. There's weird things that can happen. I'm jealous with of Harris nature Rice snakes though. I want some of those pied bloods. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for once we actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> Send me pictures. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Are they selling any? <laughs> well, you already have a plan from who you want to buy from. But yeah. Very interesting. And so that's your next project, right? Like direct next one is the Bloods or you have something in between that? Not really something in between. It's kind of. Well, you're getting the short tails. There's a lot of things up there. You you're know? getting the short tails soon, right? Yeah. Well, soonish. But there's just a lot of things up there that if they become available, then I may go after. But okay, it's just availability. You never know when something's going to come around. Speaking of, we thought last week we hit a gold mine, <laughs> and it ended up being nothing. Someone uh, found something in their backyard, and they described it as a. a no, pizza. no, they didn't find something in their backyard. Oh, I thought that's what it was. It was just a guy who had a snake saying. It was like red with speckles all over. It may be a corn snake. It may be a gopher. The guy didn't know what he's talking about. He's like but, a corn snake or a gopher, but it's in that family. But when like, we heard with sense. red specks, we immediately thought palmetto. Right. And he's only selling it for $100. He wanted $100. It ended up being an albino bull snake. So. But we got excited for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought I thought was... I was either getting something different or an albino. <laughs> we uh... thought we'd hit it big. Yeah. Um. Wait, Evan said, what was, what was it? You just answered, but I missed it. What was it? A bull snake? Yeah, it was an albino bull snake, which, I mean, have you ever seen one? I mean... Like, I guess there's it red is, and white blotches on it. But it. For someone who's never seen something, you're like, that may look a little bit different. But when you say so, when to you say someone, specks, those aren't those aren't yeah. speckles. Those, I mean, when you look closely, like, though, it's like kind of those like are like smattered. big. To me, those are big blotches. And yeah, I know that that was it was a good deal for that. But then again, I don't know if it's pure. I don't know if it was a snoring gopher or a bull snake. Hundred percent sure. I'm pretty sure it was a bull snake, but it could have been any other pit species. It could have been, you that know, anything like from it. the genus. It could have been. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm and being the guy a didn't fucking, really know. I'm being so. an anti mixer. You don't want to. You so want to know what you're doing. For the pits, I need to. I just need to know what's in it. Because yeah. bull snakes looks like a pine snake that looks like a fucking gopher snake. They all look so <laughs> similar that. And there'd be no there'd be no way to figure out. What Unless I was. go have some herpetologist DNA tested. I don't know. Oh, how do you do that? I don't know. You DNA see how do they DNA sequence things? I don't know. Pretty sure they work with like dead specimens though, so that might be Oh. Something to, uh, I think I've heard that you can take a shed skin and send it away and get a DNA test. What? Because someone like, it's like Ancestry.com for snakes. Right. <laughs> yeah, because someone hashed out Louisiana pines with too many eggs. And then they said, everyone gave them backlash for it, but they said, hey, I'm going to send it away for DNA testing, which I don't know if they ever did. I don't know if you can. To prove but that they were right. Or... If anyone 
if anyone knows Louisiana pines, if anyone has them, if your Louisiana pine lays anything more consistently, like any more than eight eggs, it's, it's not probably Louisiana not pine. <laughs> it's either going to lay from four to eight eggs. That's why they're so rare is because they're not as prolific as they're going to be big ass eggs, but there's only going to be four to eight of them, why? eight on the top range. If you're fucking Louisiana pine comes out with 12 eggs. It's not. You might have a fucking problem. Like, like I understand there may be a snake that's bigger, more prolific than others, but you're never gonna get. And I eight. saw on fucking Ben Siegel a Louisiana pine bull snake. It looks just like Louisiana pines, but it's a Louisiana pine bull snake hybrid. Why would you fucking do that? Because someone's gonna turn around and sell it as a Louisiana pine. Mm-hmm. And gonna make way more money than they need to. And they're gonna, there's gonna be producing unpure shit. And it's just right. gonna keep going down the line as people keep saying it's pine snake. Pine sink, pine sink, and yeah. just negate the fact that there's some. Down my line, God damn it! Oh my God, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> just, uh, just fucking do your due diligence. You know, I'll always have the pure stuff, and I'll leave, I'll leave that other stuff for other people. But how do I you guess. know someone's not selling you something unpure? Because there's lines from you, the source. You make that sure I've you're gotten. getting the lineage. And yeah, like Evan said, it's the same thing with carpets. I kind of laugh at the people. With the carpets, because I don't think it's a big deal, but I'm like passionate about the fucking. Why do you laugh? You can't laugh when you're so no, passionate about no. the corns and the, all the other shit. Like, I know. Well, gonna... well, because and this is also gonna be true for the all the pits and all the colubrids is that you know what's pure. If you're gonna buy something, if you're gonna be really strict about if a coastal's pure pure or not, you're mm-hmm. gonna get it from Nick Mutton or fucking michael pinnell i mean you're not gonna fuck around you do it from the person that you know is as close to the source as possible so you know who's reputable you know who's not so louisiana pines you're gonna get the ginter line or van deventer line if there's no line attached to it or memphis zoo line or you know audubon line or whatever fucking i said it right yeah i'm so proud of you so took you forever so you you know what the sources are. And then, like, I saw someone post um, a children's python on Texas, on uh, Texas. Classifieds? I don't know yeah. what you're talking. You said you saw someone post. You lost your train of thought completely. Yeah, I was just reading what he said. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I if I fucked up his name, but um, what the fuck? On uh, Texas Classifieds, it was like a children children's python. Did You didn't say Michael Powell or... Did you say Pinnell? I don't know. What's Penn his... line of coastals. That's what I was. What's is that? You said Nick Mutton or what's the other person? Yeah, the M Pen line, which I oh, thought his M- name. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought his name was Michael Pinnell, but I didn't fuck up how you pronounce it. But he was okay. at Carpet Fest. Oh, I didn't know that. So I think that's <laughs> I kind that. of why he was being sarcastic. Oh, but then I was like, fuck, it. did I say it wrong? <laughs> but um. Okay, sorry. Someone posted in Texas Classified. Yeah, they were like, um, you got a um. Stop reading Fuck Evan. <laughs> Stop reading Evan because you can't but talk and read. I can't read. talk and read at the same time. Um, someone posted a children's python and they said it's from Peter Birch line, a children's pythons. Peter Birch is a breeder in Australia. When we got children's pythons, it came over in someone's fucking Suitcase sock or from pants. fucking Australia probably 40 years ago so they're how not is he fucking having one peter now? birch right. line fucking children's pythons whatever people just fucking try to market their shit like people who put aren't a big in name it, on it they just put a fucking name on it like 
here's my fucking whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, so Tom that's why, so that's why I don't <laughs> trust when people are like, this is my Louisiana pine. Did someone call that guy out? What? When the Texas classifies with the children. No, I was going to, but it's not worth it. It's a pure children's python. There's just no such thing as the Peter Birch line. It's in not fucking right. the United It's not coming States. from him. You so know I'll you have got a good laugh him. about it. I won't call him out, but <laughs> it's whatever. Like, But that's why you just can't trust everything that's posted. The people who are going to be serious about having quality animals are always going to be the more serious people who are going to breed anyway. You know, those people are just... They're not going to be like, oh, here's my Peter Birch babies. The people, the person who buys that probably isn't even going to breed. And if they do, it's just children's pythons. Mm-hmm. And that's all cool. So the people who are going to be serious about jungles being pure, they know where to get those or they know where not to get them. They're going to look at lineage. They're going to see undocumented, documented, whatever. So the people who are going to care about that are going to buy those. The people who don't are going to buy whatever. But the people who care are always going to be informed that that, that you know where they, you know where we get the good ones mm-hmm. so so that's why i don't think it's a problem because if someone's trying to front having fucking louisiana pines and i know they're not louisiana pines you're not gonna get i guess it. that's fine but that's fine because i'm not gonna because the people who doesn't know who don't know aren't gonna most likely aren't gonna do anything with them they're just gonna keep them as a pet and well they may but they're not going to have the people that I know that are serious, that are very responsible, aren't going to buy from them. So. Right. So it doesn't you can market it wrong all you want. The good people aren't going to buy it from you. Yeah. Your market's going to be smaller. <laughs> and then your market are going to be people that don't come back and buy from you all mm-hmm. the time. I bet you. Since you're in a small circle, the people who are serious about it are going to trade with the other people that are serious about it. So right. like. You're All the babies are going to be gone before you even put them to market. So <laughs> that's funny. And I could count on like fucking two fingers who has good Louisiana fun. Not, not how the expression goes. Not even a hand. <laughs> not the expression, but okay. Even a fucking hand. Why do only two people have good Louisiana pines? Why only, is it so only, small? Only a certain amount of people cared from the beginning it just wasn't a popular right. thing and then even the popular lines that are out there are still some people question so if they're pure yeah so like vandy venter line from terry vandy venter also he has a line of jungles which kind of kind of ewy looking just because it's very old school what, like what some word of the was first that? that came ewy looking okay they're not they're <laughs> not the best looking jungles but probably just because no one's um line bred them as well but I mean, they said that back in the day he mixed his Louisiana pines, but no one knows for sure. But John Ginter, 100%, I believe those are 100% pure. And then the Memphis Zoo, of course, those are pure. So, uh, yeah, I know a few people. You just know where to trust them from. Mm -hmm. And everyone else's, it's kind of sketchy. But I not kind of sketchy, but you know, you you do your due diligence on shit. Right. I'd be interested to know more about this DNA. Ancestry.com for snakes thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'd have to like send it to like Cornell Herpetology or some mm-hmm. bullshit. It would, but it wouldn't be anything that's it. reasonable. Like expensive? Yeah. Think? Oh, really? Oh, and Evan, you can like talk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. You just need to not read. You need to uh, you, wait uh, to read till you're done talking. But then the one time you read, you didn't even read that, right? I feel like I have better vision. Well, yeah, because I'm looking through the mixer mixer. (laughs) to try to read. But I'm just saying wait till you're done talking and then read. 
Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Harris Rice on YouTube said, my local pet shop wants to buy hatchlings from me, but I know he doesn't look after his animals. It's awkward. <laughs> I always buy from him knowing I'm saving the animal. Uh, oh, that is so kind of awkward My situation. opinion is he said he's scared of you, Evan. I'm guessing he says a lot less scared, but <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> he's scared of fucking you up, right? Because you can't read and talk. Oh, that makes sense. So Harris, um, I always I always try not to buy from people that like I'm saving an animal because that just gives them money to buy more animals to replace them. So I usually just don't feed into that. And then but I also, understand feeling bad, like if you yeah, know yeah, they're not no. being handled the right way. I understand feeling bad, but also agree with you. Like you don't want to give. Yeah, them you're more just giving money. them money to replace the animal with another one. So, but but definitely don't. I wouldn't sell to them. Yeah, just don't sell to them. I understand. I mean, corn snakes. Honestly, there's not much harm that can happen from keeping a corn snake. They're pretty hardy. Okay. But like, you know, when you see a ball python and it's got like 10 layers of fucking shed on it, you can tell it <laughs> looks like a fucking, looks like a real it's rock. hibernating. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> under some bark. You know, it's fucking, you see the little, they always put the humidity meter in there. Like real snake keepers who keep good humidity don't have humidity meters in there. But it seems like every pet shop that keeps shitty humidity has the humidity thing to up like there prove. and it's like desert neotropical tropical <laughs> it's on like fucking desert it's always like 10 percent <laughs> no, and the ball pythons like right. fucking pure white <laughs> it's not leucistic it's a normal but it's under fucking 10 years of shed <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah just don't sell them fuck it if, How you, does got, it if work? you got pie sided blood reds if they're good quality blood reds you can sell to way you can better sell people to a lot of people Including like two people that you're talking to <laughs> these, right now. These people these would fucking buy people. Them. <laughs> There's so many more options. Don't feel like your only option is to sell to some fucking dickhead at a local pet store who doesn't know how to keep animals. I mean, that's how just does not it go saying no in the snake world? Like, is it just? Do you feel any bad ever saying no to people? No, because most of the time you say no, it's like off of someone who either isn't in the hobby long or doesn't stay in the hobby. So it's usually, or someone who's not open to, you know, if someone like when I used to do ball python, someone would be like, Oh yeah. Like I have another ball python. Like I'm going to throw them in there. Like they're going to be friends. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> no. not how it works. And then they're like, yeah, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. So what's or, that? or they're like, okay, let me buy a separate thing. Give me a little while and whatever. What's the etiquette? Like, do you need to be like, no, and this is why? Or is the etiquette just you can be like, no, deuces? And like, yeah. what's the snake etiquette for saying no? Um, or is I it just know. person by person? Just be like, if you're not going to match this very low standard that I've set for you to keep an animal, then I'm just not going to do it. That's really yeah. it. In the past when you've said no, is that what you say to them? Like, hey, I just don't agree with how you keep. Sorry. Not how you keep, but they just don't keep at all. You know, it would be their first snake or something. Most people are going to be You can say, hey, I don't feel beings. comfortable. Like, so yeah. It, and when you're person. ready, just get back in touch with me and that's pretty much it okay so it's it's not a cutthroat no no explanation type thing in the snake mm -hmm. world when you say no oh evan says just say no <laughs> i don't know if he's referencing another <laughs> <But> <laughs> something else just have fun 
Um, um, I would feel Paris. bad just saying no. I feel like you would need to. I always, I'm always like open ended with it. If you want to come around here, I'll give you the resources to, you know, be a decent human. If you're on Instagram, it's about to end, aka Evan. You can hop over to YouTube. Oh, wait, if you but want I want to read Evan's comment. Go for it, it says, if you're wanting to sell a bunch of snakes, contact Josh Roberts. He needs. I think this guy's in the UK. He what are you saying? Feeders for his kings. Uh, Josh Roberts has been, I've seen him with pits and stuff recently. I guess gophers and bull snakes, but you know he has a bunch of king cobras and they're snake eaters. So if you have like deformed babies, like I just fed my infertile corn snake egg to the Mexican black king snake, or I fed off babies to the Mexican black king snake. So that's always a decent source. But oh no, Evan, sorry, we were saying Harris Rice on YouTube yeah, is in, in the UK. UK. Um. But by Instagram. But, but he said, you know, he's in the UK and he's not sure. He's pretty new and he's not sure of good breeders there. Um, so basically. When you're thinking to sell, ask questions, would you say? That would yeah. be a good way to go, like ask and it, what they have. But like when you're selling, it comes down to really like marketing your animals. Like a lot of people can make corn snake babies, but how many people can market them correctly, put them out there to where people want to buy them? So. Mm-hmm. It's so just, if, if just like any right, other product. If, you're, if there's not that many good breeders in, their air, in the area, you can be that good breeder. Um, but also you, you want to make sure you trust who you're selling it to. Yeah. Because if it, you know, gets around that you're selling it to people who are fucking it up, like. It That's why, like, we had we had someone on the YouTube channel, like, from Israel. And he was like, you know, it's not really a thing here. People aren't really open to the fact of keeping reptiles and stuff yet. We don't really have the infrastructure to sell reptiles to keep to breed. But, like, that allows you, if you're willing to put in the hard work, the space to create that marketplace Mm -hmm. in order to create all those standards, in order to, you know, it can be your market. If you market yourself well, if you put out videos, if you put out podcast if you put out whatever Mm -hmm. just to get yourself known just to get some respect and then also some time to you know go about doing these things and some experience under your belt and really that's it i mean there's a lot of breeders who don't do anything and then just put their animals out there and it's of course they're not going to sell because no one knows who you are no one knows if you're legitimate yeah i mean you need to trust someone when you're getting an animal from them but, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, who's that Michael Warrington, I think his name is, in the U.K. or something? His corn snakes, his scaleless corn snakes are better than anyone I've seen in the United States. Really? So there's definitely, like, a lot of good breeders out there in the U.K. It's definitely more it's definitely more on the down low because, A, space is a commodity in the U.K., mm-hmm. so there's less um, big breeders there just because mm-hmm. there's less space. But, um there's it's also harder to get animals from the u.s since they're corn snakes they're all from the u.s over right. there yeah import them all that stuff right and so the whole hobby as a whole is is much more developed here but there are some really big people over in the uk especially corn snakes and obviously ball pythons but so for this guy oh evan <laughs> <laughs> evan no <laughs> Uh, do we want to comment on that? <laughs> no, I'll leave it be. <laughs> leave it there. Um, he but sells a hell of a fidget spinner, let me tell you. Shut up. So um, so well, since Harris Rice is new to it, what would you say when you're just getting into selling, what's like the first question you should ask someone who's a buyer or like who's looking to buy from you? 
You can always tell who's kept a corn snake. Would you who like? Hasn't. Do you do a little research on them first, like or you know look no, at this? No, uh, don't get too carried away. Well, if it's a corn tell? snake, don't get too carried away. If you're giving someone a fucking water if it's monitor, it's a pied blood. If you're giving something a water monitor, you know that's different. Mm-hmm. But also, price point is going to uh, get a lot of people out of it. So if you're selling your blood ref, it's good quality, and you can sell it for two hundred dollars. Make some money, dude. Say two hundred dollars, you know that someone's going to, you know, respect that's, the animal if they're willing to drop two hundred dollars. That's gonna cut a lot. It's of different out. when you're dealing with normals and you're charging twenty dollars on Craigslist. Then you're gonna get some characters who are selling it for fucking heroin money. <laughs> oh my god! So, babe, stop. No, I mean stop. I've been there. What? Yes. You there's have- a fucking snakes. People, people. On if you put your shit on Craigslist. You will fucking get some fucking weirdness. How do you know people are using it for heroin who are buying from you? You're assuming, but like (laughs) you know that some people are looking to flip it. And you know that, no, no, on Craigslist, they'll be like, watch out for whatever, whatever. They're drug addicts who flip animals, especially in Oswego. There's fucking a bunch of fucking weirdos, dude. I had no idea that's like a a thing. People will flip anything, man. And people flip dogs all the time and stuff. Not for heroin specifically, but for anything. Just to live out there because they don't have jobs. They don't. They need some heroin. I don't know, oh man. Oh, my God. Okay. There's just a lot of different <laughs> fucking things. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to know if you're selling high-quality animals, you're mostly going to know people. Or you can see their, you know, their Facebook and then right, you'll see, see, like, what owner of whatever, whatever. Stuff. And you can mm-hmm. see that they keep a bunch of animals. If you have a person who is a first-time, all you can do is try to educate them. Just try to be, this is how you keep it, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, are you ready to fucking... This responsibility, are you ready for it? Can you yeah. handle it? Yeah, like, it's really the easiest <laughs> thing ever. If you can't take care of a corn snake, then... I don't know, then you can't take care of anything. Any snake? <laughs> yeah. But Any- yeah, Evan's right. Sometimes you can find an awesome Craigslist find. But I've zero times bought things on Craigslist. I've always been like, just seems sketchy. That to me. seems good, but it's never panned out for me. Just because some, I feel like something about it. I don't know, but also you know you don't know where you're getting stuff. You obviously want to make sure your shit's healthy and all stuff like right. that. So I've never bought something off Craigslist. Have although you sold although on I, Craigslist? I've looked off Craigslist a bunch of times, and I've sold off Craigslist. Okay. Meeting at the shopping shop right parking lot, sketchy shit. Wow. Well, we yeah. met at Top Go- Top Golf parking lot for someone. For the other so. snakes, yeah, <laughs> and those are more expensive than Craigslist not, snakes. Not that sketchy. Yeah. I wonder um, what part of UK he lives, because you were saying there's a there is people in the UK, but he right. may he may live in a part where there's not a whole lot um, of people around. He might he might not be close to the guy you brought up earlier. Yeah, but I mean, it's the UK. It's not very big. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're saying that. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but I'm saying it's it's the age of the internet. I mean, you can do anything, right? Shipping, right, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, and I know that they don't have, like, they have a lot of regulations as far as you need, like, opaque uh, shipping containers in order to ship animals oh, in so the you UK. Can see through them so that, way? well, they don't want the snakes to see through them because that stresses them out. At all the reptile shows, you need an enclosure with a water source in there with them while you're displaying them for sale. Why? For so like a the few two hours things. it's sitting there? Yeah. Why do you have to <laughs> water bowl? I don't know. That's just a weird UK thing. I mean, I guess it's not bad. Like, it doesn't hurt the snake, obviously. So, yeah. yeah but, like, imagine you just have to have so much more shit. 
Yeah, you have to have just more room and a little bit more stuff. Because think no about reason. the enclosures at shows. Sometimes, you know, people, they're like... People don't understand that snakes can go, you know, an extended period of time without water. People put they're snakes not like, in deli cups at shows. Like How you can have a water bowl in yeah, a deli, like, within the deli well, cup. Well, also, I mean, there's some problems with that, right? We saw a fucking iguana in a shoebox. Yes. Like a full-grown spiny tail. That was wrong. Like, he's fucking crumped and for two days. Yeah. A two-day show, like... Fuck off with that. Get a decent display for that iguana. If you're going to be selling lizards, be a fucking decent human. But that's not I mean, that's different, though, than putting a water source in it for snakes. They're meant to be in a circle. You know, right. that's OK. It's decent. But, but I if can't you're imagine a spiny tail iguana having him fucking in us. But I can't imagine having up. water bowls in that. I'd be interested to see. I wonder if there's any videos or stuff of like what London I'm shows sure look like because it must be crazy. <laughs> oh, Evan, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, and then I know in Australia they um, they have like best in show and stuff like that. So like best animal at the show. Oh, you like win awards? Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. They should do that in the U.S. Yeah, but I mean, there'd be too many people putting their fucking trying to bring the craziest their shit. candy cane, bubble gum, ball python. It would just be a fucking competition <laughs> between some ball python <laughs> that looks like a fucking lollipop and another one that looks like a fucking rainbow. Yeah. That's funny. Harris said, I can't imagine being a large breeder. Oh, he's only 17. (laughs) So my mom doesn't really want a ton of reptiles in the house. Got it. Got it. Well, hey, that's awesome. You're You're seven. You're 17. And you got a pine blood. And he got a good deal on it. Did you read that earlier one? He said um, he bought it from the pet shop guy. And the guy didn't really know, like how good of a thing he had so he yeah i mean at this point people like there's some wholesalers that just breed corns and whatever they get they wholesale no matter what but mm-hmm. yeah so harris I mean, you, yeah cool. you're off to a good start right now just a, just mean, build on just slowly keep build. back keep back your best blood red i mean that's something that could be line bread that people really like meaning like i i can buy a blood red for fifty dollars or i can buy a blood red for two hundred dollars I would buy that blood red for For $200 because it looks a lot better. There's a big difference between expensive ones, inexpensive ones. And then, you know, not all blood reds are the same. That's something that can be line bred better and better each Mm -hmm. year. So I definitely start now, keep back the best ones. By the time you're fucking on your own in your own place, like you can have a little thing going, you can have sick blood reds. I mean, if you're just producing every two years, you're growing things up, getting better and better then. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. At least starting at 17 with a good little thing. Yeah. But do it up. main thing, don't sell back to the pet shop guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And definitely that will. And the thing is, that will give you more, um, you know, it will give you a bigger market, you know, selling to different people. You will just get in touch with more people. You'll learn more about the hobby. You'll learn more about people in the hobby. Mm-hmm. You will, you know, just get to talk to more people, maybe even more experienced people so you can you know, bounce ideas off or just anyone else to bounce ideas off of or talk to is always right. Good. Anything. But uh, what's up, Scott? Scott's here. From I know. Australia I hate that again. he's towards the end, though. We're already yeah. over an hour into it. I hate that he just <laughs> <laughs> he just came to it. Um, but obviously, we're still talking. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, he's in the UK or else I would just. What time is it in the UK? I, what is it? Seven, seven or eight hours? hours off? Do that math. 
hey, how can I produce a palmetto corn snake? You can buy a palmetto corn snake or you can We're buy We're trying hats. to do that. And then in Australia, <laughs> it's probably even earlier. Said he just woke up. <laughs> so is it like 8, 6 a.m. in Australia? So I don't know. I thought it was like 12 hours almost. So 6 a.m. Maybe that's off of East Coast time, but. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Basically, I think we don't know. So for him, does that mean it's. It's it's, tw- it's midnight 12? or it's <laughs> wait. Yeah, twelve eleven. Twelve eleven. Sorry, yeah. you know you know military, military time. time. Why so did it's he- nine a.m. in Australia, man? <laughs> oh, but no, this other guy's in the USA. Sorry, we're talking no, about yeah, other we're people. we're just confusing everyone now. But can't people on YouTube see everyone else's? Uh, can't they see everyone? What everyone else so. is saying? I think so. You can see each other, right? Yeah, I think they can. Um, but sorry. Okay, answer the Palmetto guy. Okay, so you can. Produce palmettos by buying palmettos. How much are <laughs> okay. really how much are is a baby palmetto? If you're right in now? the US, if you're getting hats, you may be able to find a pair for a little bit over a thousand dollars of hats at palmettos. Gotta have some money. And then if you have visual palmettos, you may be looking uh well over like two grand for each of them. Okay, well, maybe that's why he wants to produce them because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have two grand to buy some. So Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, if you're not that deep into corn snakes, if you wait three years, they'll probably be at a reasonable level. I mean, they'll probably be $700, $800. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. But he could buy some heads and then just... Yeah, I mean, you can buy some heads probably in the next few years for, you know, a few hundred dollars, maybe four hundred, five hundred dollars and... You know, make palmettos <laughs> in your own time. Evan says two thousand for corn. Yeah, but that's because palmettos are gorgeous. It's different, Evan. man. Palmettos it's different. are it's a different game. That's what's bringing the corn snake back. Scaleless are you know they're eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, palmettos are at two thousand. I mean, it's it's a mm, new what game. E- well, now. it's because what else looks like a palmetto? What, like that's yeah. the thing you can't pull. And what else? else a that fucking looks like corn snake still has belly scales. Which is exactly why the ball python scale sucks dick because it doesn't have <laughs> belly scales. It's a useless fucking penis. It's a penis that eats rats. It's fucking, it can't even move correctly. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but the, but the, the corn snake has all its belly scales, so it moves around perfectly. It has protection when they're moving on the bottom. And uh, yeah, you can get a green tree python that turns green for fucking 10K when it's supposed to turn fucking blue but the motherfucker just turns <laughs> green because you don't know but like yeah man you just, you just got a little heated corn snakes are the <laughs> shit. you just got a little heated for no reason <laughs> so i didn't realize that scaleless ball pythons they don't they lose they don't have no the and they ones. get warts and they're fucking little weird penises okay so <laughs> corn snakes scaleless are the way to go you don't you want it recommend any another and they're corn snakes so they won't die (laughs) and And they'll move around they're they're exactly what you want in a scaleless corn snake if you're gonna have a scaleless snake you want belly scales because to protect it from whatever they're moving on Mm -hmm. and the scoots on the bottom is what allows them to move correctly otherwise if you've seen if you've seen the scaleless move you put them on like a tiled surface. All they do, like the ball python, all they do is move back and forth. Like they can't because they have no traction. Because they have no traction. Or no protection. Also, yeah. So they're just getting cut and or you know. Just, you know, potentially, yeah. So who would want that? Does it even look cool? Well, you say it looks like a penis. No, so. it looks cool. It looks like a a weird penis. And yes, it is a bar check morph. Wait, it is. Yeah. Oh fuck. The, 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 the first one, I think it got a bad rap because the first ones he produced. 
they um he probably had some heating something fucked up with the incubator but it had one of them had a smaller jaw then the other one had a bunch of fucking warts on it and some weird shit and then some other people hatched them out and they came out normal so they're saying that that may have just been a weird thing the first time but everyone's gonna but, blame it on brian no brian, everyone's gonna blame it on here's brian. what he did wrong though man <laughs> brian brian sold them before he uh, first of all he didn't post the second one that had the shortened jaw Second of all, so he wasn't posting it when it got the fucking warts and shit. And he then people it saw before. it at the show and were like, wait a second. This thing has genital warts. This penis has Why genital warts. Why would he warts. bring it to the show with warts? Uh, it's just a little abnormal. I don't know, man. I feel like you would see that. I feel like you would know that that's not. But like that's because he wasn't really showing many pictures and people weren't very happy about it. So. So that's why it went from being a $25,000 for a scaleless head to $2,000 fucking immediately because they weren't surviving. And now people are breeding totally scaleless and they've been fine as far as I know. they figured something out. Via the fucking magic fucking money pile that's ball pythons. Everything's perfect fucking marketing bullshit because you're just breeding snakes to get money. So that's why, yeah, my skill is fucking is healthy. Give me fucking $25,000. And then you get it, and it's bullshit. That's why the fucking money's bullshit, dude. That's why snakes where you... When money's involved with anything, there's just a bunch of fucking crooks. You lose value, definitely. Because you want people who are in it. Or you're going to get people who are in it for the money. Just for the money, yeah. And that tends to... How long ago did he breed those scaleless ball pythons? That was probably like... Four or five years ago now. Oh, okay. So there. But I mean, don't once you gotta wait time to prove out a project, man, before it, you start it, selling. Right. Them. But I mean, he was. I think he was getting out of investment ball pythons anyway. He was more into making, you know, videos and mm-hmm. stuff. So, I think he was losing interest in that area anyway. So I guess. So he just like happened. bred him, sold him, and was, you know, trying whatever, to get just with trying them. to get him, get him off his back. Maybe. But I just but can't believe. He yeah, sounds to nice show. to make fucking three hundred grand on him immediately. You know. Yeah, but we gotta grand check each, him out, man. Yeah, it, it sounds nice to cash in immediately, but at least give it a little, a little time. A little time. A little, little time. That's I'm not crazy. sure it was his snake that had. It was a hundred percent sure it was his snake. It was at I believe Daytona. Where they saw it, and it had the weird warts and shit. So I'm 100% sure because, well. You follow Ryan. <laughs> I was during that. I was I was knee-deep in that at that time. <laughs> what do you mean? In just the ball knowing that just when mm-hmm. I, because I was with Sean at Tinley and stuff like that. and Oh, and you know Sean. I'm sure Sean went And he went, went hard the, in the thing. Well, does Sean... And, <laughs> Oh, 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 you fucking oh, savage. The, oh, Evan. <laughs> he, he just picked that up in Bali last week. Ew. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get that. Off a lady boy in Indonesia. Oh, stop. Um, is, there some, is there something Sean doesn't go hard on? Or th- no. is Sean ever not fighting with someone? No, it's always a thing. What's with the fucking the gumdrop emojis looking I think things? that's just how it looks on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Do people know who Sean is? Is Sean a widely known? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to get into that drama. I just, I don't know if he, everyone knows him. I don't want to play into I didn't it because it's all just like ball python stuff. I didn't hear his name at Carpet Fest. That's why. <laughs> well, no, because that's just a totally different realm. I mean, everyone stays. Everyone from Moralia stays well out of ball python, especially oh, okay. all the drama and shit like that. No one needs. Is that there shit. more ball python drama than any other? There's just more people. Right. Yeah. 
Sean who? So, oh. What's Sean's last name? Sean Bradley. Crazy. He's fighting someone. From, um, there's Sean Bradley <laughs> from, you know, Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a good podcast. So just the more people, the more drama there's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Which makes sense. And then there's more people after money. So, of course, there's going to be more drama. Right. Because there's money involved and people like money and people fight over money and... Especially weird ball python people. Why do they have to be weird? Fat guys in black t-shirts fighting over the ball what? python money. Why, is, why did you <laughs> have to? Now I'm just shitting on wait, the whole the Why whole did ball you python have to go hobby. there at all, babe? You did not have to say that line <laughs> at all. There's a <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's just when too much money gets involved, dude, everyone fucking gets off their rocker. That goes for anything. Right. It's, it's not just snakes. That's just everything. Yeah. So do you think corn snakes will get there one day? The drama level? Well, no. Corn snakes corn snakes are were there and gone. Corn snakes are a thing of the past in a but way. But with all these cool palmettos and stuff, it might. Yeah. It's something. It's a reasonable thing. Like people aren't chasing the money. But if you put enough time in it, you can make, make some money. money. Okay. But I mean, people got way too jaded. People thought that... Um, People thought that it was normal to get like ten thousand dollars for a snake. Normal? Who would think? Yeah, that's, like that is not normal. That was just a weird like gold rush, a pyramid scheme built by the people at the top who were getting morphs in from Africa, putting a value on a snake that has no intrinsic value. They were just mm-hmm. putting numbers on there, and people were willing to pay people for it like, because oh, they okay. knew that they could make more and sell them for that much. They made the pyramid scheme. Bob Clark made the pyramid scheme with the albino Burmese python. Fucking Tom Crutchfield made it. He knows it. They all made the fucking pyramid scheme, and now people are still buying into it. Well, how about you can get some corn snakes. You can make six. You can spend two hundred dollars on corn snakes. Mm-hmm. Gets hatch sixteen eggs. Still makes sixteen hundred dollars on the two hundred dollar investment. Right. You don't have to like sell that's them for still 10, good, but there's just a lot more work, and you have to actually market your animals. And you have to actually care about your animals and you have to actually fucking they shit more. They don't just sit in the People back of a fucking corner. People just want to make $10,000 off of one animal, even though it's harder to fucking get to eat and all this shit. Fuck. Take a breath. <laughs> just like stop acting like it's some easy thing. Like stop building going into the it's pyramid been, scheme. Just fucking it's been publicized do your own that it's thing. like you can get this get, one. Get rich quick bullshit. Right. And snakes are not a get rich quick by any means. Yeah. Yeah. Harris and asked it, yeah, how bar check is viewed in the reptile community. It really, and I, it really depends. I, like, I don't think Paul he's Menno done Coast. I don't think he's done anything terrible. I think he's just doing his own thing. He wants to do video and stuff more than that. I wish he didn't do some things that to get Go a little bit videos. too far, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I th- I agree with Palmetto Coast. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. Because I, th- I think... He has everyone from, like, 8 to right. 18, so maybe. I think with anything you do, even Snake, you know, no matter what, there's going to be law, uh, opportunity cost. That's right. It. So he's growing. I think he's growing the Snake community. I think yeah, he I definitely agree. has had a direct effect on bringing in new people and that's his opportunity, but he also has a cost. Yeah. The cost is losing some of those hardcore breeders. He, he has managed to lose the actual Snake people mm-hmm. and but, gain non-Snake people, which is nice, but the own community doesn't support him. So it's kind of weird. And there's also, I'm sure, a bit of jealousy in there as well, but like 
So I don't make snakes bite me on camera and fucking. It's just. Eh. But uh, it's, yeah, it's both. It's a, There's both. It's a he's thing, brought yeah. in new people, but he's lost respect from. And other then um, he said, "What about Royal Constrictor? Our des- Royal Constrictor designs, which is Garrett Demeyer. He is a great guy. He fucking." He's a ball python guy, but, I mean, he's built up his collection over years. He's really smart. He doesn't do the wrong thing at all. He's, like, squeaky clean as can be. Like, him and Justin Kabelka, squeaky clean as can Mm -hmm. be as far as ball pythons go. So he's a super cool guy. Like, Garrick, he's very – he's the opposite of, like, Brian. He doesn't put himself out there that much. He does a little bit, but he's, like, if you met him in person, he's a really soft-spoken guy, and he does the right thing, and he's keeps really good quality animals. So for him, like – Absolutely. If you ever have, he's more to the animals questions. than educating the public. Yeah, I mean, no, he does that I mean, too. But like, he doesn't have to. The thing is, um, in order to get attention on YouTube, sometimes you have to go gimmicky. over the line, gimmicky, to get people to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, Evan said he just does dumb shit with animals, causes a ton of just checks. to sell on. <laughs> Oh All right, God. I'm not going to read the rest over that, but <laughs> I've seen a lot of that in the. I also seen the ball python community or in snakes in general. People like send nudes for ball python. Oh God, like just shitty shit. Just fucking stop all that fucking bullshit. Just stick to the snakes. It's just way too grimy out there. And then also, yeah, I mean, Pomelo Coast keep- Exotic says how he keeps his gators retakes and burns is a joke. Yeah, man, he puts it in a kiddie pool, and like, have you ever seen a gator? Like, they're half land, half water. There's no, there's so nothing set up for the that. gator. Gators mm-hmm. love like murky water, so they can hide and shit like that. And it's that. just completely normal hose water. Yeah, and fucking, and there's fine. yeah, but there's nothing for him to. The thing is, that's why we always say like, is it worth? What's surviving slash thriving? Right, he's surviving, but he's he's not, surviving. Right? And then also the retics are always have stuck shed on them and stuff like that. Obviously, the humidity is a problem. And then yeah, I disagree with all that stuff. But I mean, I don't want to say whatever. <laughs> but Wait, I love the, the thing p- is that the I thing talked is about like the ponytail school. today. Sorry, he brought up the ponytail in the video today. I said Brian big- should. <laughs> Should cut his ponytail and uh, donate it to Locks of, of them Love. All is the fucking. Ponytail. I completely agree. I hate that fucking ponytail. I hate that ponytail. <laughs> and he was saying he puts fidget spinners on the alligator snacks. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I think Brian's a nice guy, but I think old school guys have a different way of fucking of keeping their animals that is just not up to snuff anymore. Let's just fucking move on. I just wish. I mean, but but I want to be someone who fucking does it better and is able to say this is how to, you do it or you know anyone else that you can follow you can follow justin kabelka you can follow garrick demeyer you can say let's support the guys who do it correctly mm-hmm. so vote by buying their animals or watching their youtube videos instead but i just don't want i don't being someone who hasn't been in it for a while you know who hasn't known i think think brian has done a lot for my education about sinks and so i don't absolutely i don't despite his shortcomings and despite the shit he does i don't want people to discount his ability his ability to bring people in now also haven't watched justin kabaka's videos i don't know so i don't he brian is the biggest one i don't have someone the only other person i've watched is brian uh, brian cusco who does the right thing but the thing is he doesn't have i like brian following because he doesn't do right. all that. I've stuff. watched Brian Cusco and I've watched Dave 
Kaufman, yeah. which is totally different than Brian's. Uh, right. Very different. But like, I think Dave Kaufman does some when of the right When you do stuff, the right thing, you don't get as many Dave views Dave Kaufman is going to kill himself one day. Be getting not Sorry, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Get himself killed. <laughs> I didn't mean kill himself. <laughs> I mean get himself killed because of the crazy shit he does wearing shorts out in the middle of just <laughs> no... No, ever. he does cool stuff and he has great vlogs, but he He's doesn't get, get the bit. things because this thing isn't like gimmicky like yeah he's bitten by a 20 foot python mm -hmm. eaten alive you know yeah. he doesn't do that stuff and that's why it's it's kind of shitty that you can't get popular because you're doing issue. the right thing like we feel like i mean obviously we're not anywhere near dave coffin or <laughs> ryan Koska, but we feel like watching some people they're super gimmicky and have way more subscribers than you do right. and so it's just also like, i feel like i try to even though we've gone more there than we have in the past i try to stay away from shitting on people Which if, we're if doing I, right now if i just shit on people the whole time i would get much more Followers. attention mm -hmm. or attention mm -hmm. yeah but i don't want you don't want to do, do that, that either right i don't want to have to negate something in order to get myself somewhere you know i don't want to have to put bad you know i just want it to be all good but but it seems like those aren't the biggest people yeah but if and and then evan said he has potential to reach and teach but he doesn't fuck i miss steve Irwin. but then again if steve Irwin was along today we'd shit on him too because he's crazy or what's crazy <laughs> yeah because he free handled venomous so it's like uh, you're gonna get it's just like maybe we just have much higher standards now but i so. don't i guess the thing about steve Irwin is i've in it's weird because brian's genuine too brian loves the animals i don't i don't doubt that but it felt like steve Irwin. there was something about him it's like no matter how crazy what he was with it he felt that Oh, that it was a you know, thousand percent that love because like, he never he we would shit on oh, him for no. a different reason than Brian. Do you agree? Uh, yeah. We would shit because Steve Irwin did crazy shit, but he I don't think he would ever go gimmicky. I don't think Steve Irwin would put no. fidget spinners or try to put their beauty. No, dragon he would in go the, out in the wild and find the animal and then fucking pet it and sleep do with his it. Thing, you know, <laughs> it's, he was awesome, but. Um, <laughs> Okay, so me and Evan talked about the person mentioned by, I, I hope I pronounced her, is his name Georgie? Is that how you pronounce the name? Who's Georgie? Oh, the person, Georgie? Yep, let's go with Georgie. Yeah, uh, I kind of told Evan my opinion on that person, and I don't I don't really want to put it out there, just, I don't, I don't personally, I'm not personally going to buy from that person. I don't know who that is, but okay. Yeah, it's it's someone if you know if you've been in the reptile hobby long enough, it's someone who um, has put bearded dragons in their mouth. I don't know if that if that narrows Wait, it down. Excuse me. And then basically just abused animals, and then also had a kid do a cockroach eating contest <gasps> who later died. He died, I believe, of asphyxiation of having cockroaches in him. So definitely that guy's and then, fault. And then also he had like a mental breakdown on Facebook, which, I mean, oh. that's whatever. And he went on like a Brian tirade, actually, which is... So what is... is when did all that so, happen? So, I mean, he was in jail, yes? I don't know. It's, that's a I'm possibility. I'm not surprised. The, the crazy shit you're saying. But like, yeah, I stay away from all that stuff. Um, Evan told me that it was under new management. But what? still, I still don't want to feed into it. Um, his that his company is run by someone different. <laughs> but yeah, he slaps someone with the bearded dragon. Was this trying to get view? Trying to get view? Was he on YouTube or no? Just he's just a fucking psycho. 
well, he just had a mental breakdown. You know, that's mm. he's just mentally sick. He's Ill. But like, if if you have, if it is under new management, why would you keep the name? Like, like for me, what's, with that name. what's keeping me from buying is the name. If it is under new management, then fucking you just need change. To redesign that's everything. not that's not good PR to have his name on it anymore. Because you just need a new. Yeah, and, that, new and that's why I would defend Brian on that. He's never done that shit, and he's <laughs> not fucking. You know, like he shouldn't be up on the cross if that dude's not up on the Wait, cross. Wait, he slapped someone with the bearded dragon at a show. I with didn't know thousands it was at a of show. people around. What the fuck? I thought I thought it was caught on his um his store fucking camera. Assault with a deadly <laughs> weapon. <laughs> yeah, I know that I mean you can change the name on your on your Facebook account, right? I don't I don't know, man. I just don't fucking Oh, yeah. yeah. It just gives you bad. I it's mean, bad juju. Maybe to keep I guess that shit. That he's still doing okay from other people are willing to buy from him. I oh. mean, and I, if it's not him, then. Right. I, I wonder know. how much they publicize that they are under new management or like it better be. And way then also, new. I, I won an auction on an animal and I didn't get the animal, but it was in the same. It was in the same window of the bearded dragon incident, so you know it was probably. So you were just like, and nah. then I got that that Annery girl who just laid eggs. I got from him, so. But she but laid was, twenty eggs. That was before. But the... That was before, but it was after the cockroach thing already happened. But I don't know how like, I don't know how that hasn't caught up to him in comparison to how it's caught up to Brian, who hasn't even done something that bad because of YouTube and stuff. It's yeah. more because it was more. The more widely. popular you get, the more shit there has to be out there. I mean, and then the the Facebook algorithm changed on him. So, what do you mean? Yeah, give them a second chance and third chance and fourth chance. I mean, that's fucking. You have a kid die from eating cockroaches, and then recently, I think it was them too. They have the kid eating a slug. An infertile egg. Wait, the same company? I believe so. I don't want to no. say it definitely was. No. Underground, I think, did the same thing, but that's fucked up. Okay, we yeah, I mean this. they are still doing auctions. I mean, Facebook changed their algorithm, so auctions don't um so you see them um advertising a lot more on Facebook because okay. the algorithm changed so not everyone sees their auctions. So it's harder, you know, to, to get, get them out there. Awareness out there for mm -hmm. the auctions, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, if it's different, you can't <laughs> you can't still judge it, baby. It's different people. But the whole slug yeah. thing, if that's true, I would still not. I don't know. I just I just don't believe in trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool because like we're like way over time, but it was so yeah. interesting. I would we rather talk going. about it, but. Yeah, I would much rather just not get attention for doing stupid shit. What rather what, for doing like what was that guy big in the first? Uh, what did he start out doing? When did he get big? No, he just has a very big pet store. He's very big oh, into pet, the hobby in store. Florida. So, yeah, I mean, had good auctions. He pretty much started the auctions on Facebook. Really? He was the first well, one that's started awesome. Auctions. So, I mean, he was very on top of it business wise and did a bunch of good things, but so did a lot a more big, bad things he, than most. But a lot of people <laughs> haven't held him as accountable. As Brian, he's clearly mentally sick and mentally unstable, and that's unfortunate. But it doesn't excuse some things. If you're gonna be that, if that's gonna happen, then you just can't be in the hobby anymore. Which I guess he isn't. But but he did have a big impact before his <laughs> before he went crazy. He did a lot of good things. No, I mean he started some business. I mean he yeah. had a decent business. That's good before. for the well. The auctions are a huge thing now. Yeah. 
So he did some good things for. That's bringing. actually where I saw the Louisiana pine bull snake hybrid, which is fucking blasphemy, dude. Blasphemy. That should blasphemy. be the title of this podcast. Fucking bla- this whole blasphemy. This whole thing's blasphemy. Blasphemy so bullshit is going to be the title <laughs> of this podcast. Well, I, dude, I got to pee. I have like to pee too. That. And I don't want to go. I know people want to listen to NPR, so I don't oh, want to. Yeah, true. I don't want to get NPR too close. Almost. Yeah. Go listen in. P- oh, last thing from Evan. I think if he was still around, they'd eat his ass up too, but he's out. Brian is still around and keeps doing dumb shit. Very true. Yeah. It seems like Brian. But but Brian's kind of out because no one's doing investment animals. He even mentioned on one of his videos, he was like, um, back in the day, if there's anyone who um, wanted to invest, they would get in touch with me. And he said that all the new people who are investing right now, mm-hmm. he hasn't heard from. Really? So he said he's selling like 90% pet animals $200 lower and he's not selling any investment because animals none because of the people are have fell him. out. Yeah. Right. No one's coming respect. to him. So he so, might become a hundred percent pet person. He which, pretty much well, is because now. the people he's bringing in, you know, the people, the, the people he's bringing in are pet people. He's not, yeah. he's not bringing in breeders. Like yeah. he's no, not, he's not. He's losing respect with people who have been here and, and he's gaining respect from people who are new because they don't know any better. Right. Of. And new pet people. I don't think he's bringing yeah. no, someone. And then, yeah, he definitely had his 2007 Britney Spears moment. Oh, When he starts slapping, <laughs> <laughs> slapping people with bearded dragons. Yeah. But uh, Harris Rice said, got to go to work today, tomorrow. Yeah, because <laughs> it's past midnight. Um, we will definitely check out your Instagram page, Harris. Um, I definitely want to look at those bloods. But yeah, ball pythons, money rules, Evan. So, McDonald's uh, exotic animals, Mick. No, Donat, not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. I read that real quick. I don't know. Maldonados. Maldonados. That's not America. Name. No, it's a good Italian name. I think it could be from America. But there you go. There's Maldonados your exotic animals. Oh, do you know? Have you has this person ever contacted you before? It's the first time. Okay. What? There you go. Well, are we Look are we that. cool enough that people want our shout outs now? I don't know. That that makes me feel cool. I I've like been, Evan, that. I don't think we've ever <laughs> mentioned people are just like who's Evan? Just oh yeah, we should Evan. probably give Evan a shout out. Everyone go check out Carpet Cartel on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook and He's our co-host. everywhere. Carpet Cartel is the best. Evan Browder. Uh now oh he's in Puerto Rico. Told you. Oh, you said Italian. <laughs> you were very off. Yeah. Maldonado's definitely. <laughs> I didn't you think it said would be Italian. A- oh. <laughs> He's in Puerto Rico, which is cool if you keep snakes, then. I mean. Well, shit. We said we were about to leave, but I want to ask him uh, are there strict uh, keeping laws in Puerto Rico? Maldonado's. <laughs> I can imagine because you could have any snake live there pretty much. And then also, there's a small market. It's pretty much just. He breeds sambos, which is super cool. I didn't know that you can get sambos. I didn't out expect there. that in Puerto Rico. And what I would think is that there's only people in like San Juan who keep snakes. As far as like that's the only big city. That's the only big city you know. No, but in Puerto Rico there in general, might be considered. We don't know shit about Puerto Rico. That's true. There might be more. I but I'm saying it's a small market. But still, the fact that there's even Sambo is that there they've gotten there. Me. Have they been? How do you think they but, got there? But and also, like, it's a very humid environment, so it's probably a little bit difficult to keep Sambo. Well, he said he's trying, so I don't know if it's difficult for him. Well, at least you have Sambo. I think yeah. that's impressive to begin with. I want to know more. And there's 
Um, there's cool frogs and stuff in Puerto Rico. There's like rainforests in Puerto Rico. Okay. So there's cool reptiles in Puerto Rico. Then I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said they have some <laughs> killer woman. <laughs> yeah, if you could breed one of those, you you'll lose money though. You won't make any oh money. Oh my god, shut up! But, uh, <laughs> Ew, don't talk about breeding women. <laughs> it's probably a thing that. And happens. then Georgie, I hope I said his name right, but he said I'm a new follower. So follow me on Insta. George. And then it's hard because I can't if I can spell out his name. G-I-O-R-G-I underscore N-I-N-U-A on Instagram. We'll check you out. We'll go look yeah, it up. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we got a. Oh, that's weird. Someone's <laughs> we commenting, but it's on like yeah. my phone. I don't and know. And then Evan said, I'll be divorced tomorrow <laughs> if I don't shut up. <laughs> Is your wife listening to this, Evan? <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah, I don't have any freedom over here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck What do you know about Puerto Rican women? Nothing, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, it is a U.S. territory, but I didn't... But he said, yo, yeah. So is there is there open shipping between the continental U.S. and... Um, are you In talking Puerto about Rico. the women? Or the no, e- Evan's That's talking uh, about his woman, his his, his woman, shit, his wife <laughs> listening. He's talking his about his woman. wife listening. <laughs> not his women are not property. <laughs> women are people. Cokey. I don't know what that means. I'm sure. There's <laughs> what is cokey? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. Wait, so you're wondering if there's open shipping. What does that mean? Like, or g- is it you easy? can ship easily from the U.S. to Puerto Rico. If it's Rico. a territory, I would assume you'd be able to. Because, I mean, if you go on a plane, you don't have to You don't have, have a passport. Right. The, you could yeah. just go to Puerto Rico. I don't know. We should start shipping to Puerto Rico. But, I mean, corn snakes would go rampant, man. Hey, let's, let's expand. <laughs> no, rampant like in the wild if they let them out. Oh, well, we would sell to people who wouldn't let them out. Yeah, there you go. We we respect people <laughs> or we Cuz I've just never people. heard of anyone shipping to Puerto Rico, so it's interesting. Well, obviously someone shipped some sandboas there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are I don't think those are <laughs> Which is like uh, you would expect like maybe a ball python, like I'm sure there's ball pythons over right. there well, or maybe ball, even corn Is snakes. there a place that ball pythons aren't? No. That's I mean, what I'm saying ball pythons are literally everywhere. Are everywhere. Fucking find them in I don't know. Like, what's the most obscure country you can think of? Turkmenistan, Kazakhstan. I don't think they've reached <laughs> the Soviet Union. They don't Probably they Okay, so there is open shipping. Are That's we, super cool. Hey, uh, Georgie that. asked if we're doing any international shipping. You never have, have no, you? No, that's a lot. You need to get like a broker. So you need to kind of have a friend of a friend, and then friends of friends that I have I heard are very sketchy and don't get living things over to mm. ham and stuff mm. like that so it's I'm not doing lot. that anytime soon it's a little bit too much work for the um the price of animal that I but what about Puerto Rico that I breed that's and send I'll send it to Puerto Rico that's doable man it, he says it's open shipping Evan says you, the only place you can't ship to is Hawaii why Hawaii fucking they have a lot of problems with endangered or um with native species there there's pretty much everything that's there isn't native really so yeah. it would be just too much yeah got it oh well, I didn't know that Bill can do international unless it's through like mutton or something like that I don't know Nick Mutton uh, sends a lot of international God, just because he's gotten so big. I mean, I would have to be producing much more um, expensive animals. Oh, so there's no snakes, only frogs allowed. 
Really? Huh. So how'd that sand boat get there? <laughs> how was that? From Kenya, man. You don't know. <laughs> Sent a BP to Europe. Interesting. Okay. Well, so maybe our Puerto Rico thing is not possible. We're not trying to get into frogs. Know. I don't know, man. No, you're Just not trying to get into frogs. No, no. Well, I wonder. So I wonder what the most popular snakes are over there, because you didn't. You don't. We know nothing about it. You want to so talk while I pee? Like I really. I mean, I'm about pee to pee like on myself, so I think we just need to end it. Okay, we're doing that. We I went like 45 minutes over time. Yeah, people just we'll, ask um, questions. Yeah, yeah. Next week, well, Tuesday, live well, at five again. Our Puerto right? Rican guy. Red eye tree frogs. Oh, are you saying that those are? He's talking about sending the or getting those. I thought those that maybe Rico. he thought about um, invasives. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, yeah. everyone listen to NPR if that's <laughs> your thing. Thank you guys for listening. Pee. We will see you guys next week. And do I say something at the end of this? Um, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Poor City Pythons, Poor City Pythons, Poor City Pythons. <laughs> Shut say up. it three times. Oh, wait, but people keep commenting. Oh, no. In my country, in Georgia, we are opening. Wait. I thought he's in the USA. Oh, he's just talking to the guy in Puerto Rico. Mm. Maybe in Georgia we're opening new zoo in Neutrarium. Maybe you can make a project, huh? Yeah, message us, Georgie. Yeah, in Georgia. That's funny, Georgie in Georgia. Sorry. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) See you guys later. Thanks for listening.